Podcasting straight from North Carolina is Dr. Jennifer Eichner-Lowry sharing her author journey with you. Jen Lowry writes is a place where amazing things happen for authors and readers together. The Holy Spirit is the ultimate podcast host. Jen is just the bird singing the song. She is a published author, educator, homeschool mama, life coach, and dreamer. Join her on the daily journey of discovering what this writing life is all about. Let's see what she will be led by the Holy Spirit to talk about today. Here's Jen. Thanks for supporting my Jen Lowry Writes podcast. My purpose is to inspire and encourage others to chase after their writing goals with faith and courage. By hitting the support this podcast button and with your monthly contribution of 99 cents, $4.99 or $9.99, you are helping me chase after mine. Welcome to my official author podcast. My name is Dr. Jennifer Lowry, and today I want to talk with you guys about setting up your calendars for series releases. All right, so I had a fun time yesterday because I received my cover. And something about getting that final proof review of your cover with your designer, and you're looking at it, and you just know... You just know that you know that you know that kind of know and of course it made me cry now the book blurb was written in a collaboration with a whole classroom of juniors and that makes it even more special for me because here I am, you know, not just out there paying somebody else to do my book blurb because I did learn that there are book blurb services out there that will make your book blurb just right. But how about, you know, have meaning behind it and have the kids and I sit around and just brainstorm and pick apart each line and what do you think? What do you like? What do you know? What do you do? You know, what 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 do you think about these? And I made sure that I had a class that was widely represented too, which means the world to me because my characters are diverse. So I went in with my book blurb written and they helped me, you know, shape it up. And so yesterday I had to go take it to them and say, look, look, look at this work that you did. It's on the cover. It's on the back cover, dear. And they were excited and I got claps, y'all. That's my first claps. I got claps. And I gave them claps. And one of the students wanted to read it, even though we had read it probably 20 times. And And he read it out loud. And then somebody was like, is this one going to be the series now, right? And I'm like, yes. They're like, how many are you going to do? And out came my mouth. I said, well, I'd like to do five junior year and then five senior year and go ahead and have ten. And then one boy said, well, I would think you just do three in a series and nothing more because after the third one, I don't want to read anymore. And I said, oh, 
okay, thank you so much for that. And I said, well, that's just a goal. I just, you know, talked that one out loud. I said, I might revamp it. Who never knows what the story will do. I said, I do know I want to break it up into junior year and senior year. They're like, oh, oh, I like that. I like it. And I walked out of there with a new thought process. So I really do need to get me some dates together. I do need to have, you know, some kind of structure because if I don't, then I'm not going to put it in my calendar. I'm going to get caught up with life. I'm not going to prioritize my life. I'm not going to be able to say yes and no to projects um, and things because I'm going to have to be writing. Or this summer, if I'm smart, I'll write the series, the junior year series all this summer and so that was my process yesterday um i've talked with very fast prolific writers like myself and some are even putting out books once a month they have conditioned themselves they have figured out their pattern their flow the way that they write and they they go forward and so with that being said if i know that i want to do you know, five in this series. Plus, I'm going to have my author devotional coming out in December. What I'm thinking is, you know, getting the bigger ISBNs like I talked about yesterday. So, I'll go online last night and I'm asking Twitter because I love to ask questions on Twitter. I might get three people to respond, but those people that are interacting with me will provide me with some great useful information and so i talked with someone who yes they bought it in bulk and yes they write every month and so they have a schedule where they're releasing once a month and i'm going i know that this happens i know that i can do this three month release and once i get the first one underway and the story has been kind of like beta reader approved Then the story continues on its own. And those from my first round who want to be betas for the rest of the books, they're quite welcome to run that series with me for the duration. But if I'm going to put out a book once every three months, then I know that all of the work that goes behind that. I'm going to have to really learn not only efficiency in editing, but I'm going to have to learn the publicity plan strategies for this book, write notes, make sure that in my releases that I'm doing everything that I can to put out the new series book. And I've already talked with my cover designer and said, I hope that you will agree <laughs> to work with me on the entire series and my future projects. And so here I am looking at calendars and I'm going, you know, what does that three month look like for me? And if I, you know, if there's one that starts in the summer should I only do four? Because that would give them um, four seasons. 
I can do the summer, the fall, the winter, and the spring versions of the series. So I thought of that. I said, well, maybe I don't need five. Maybe I should just fix it to four. And then in the summer, start the next one for senior year. So I went through all of that as I was looking at the calendar and deciding, you know, which would be the best route for me to go. And making those kind of decisions, they can't like wear you down. They've got to rejuvenate you because you're looking at your writing career and you're planning it out. You're saying, you know, I know that once I put this down on paper, then I'm accountable. So I'm carrying around with me an index card because that index card has my dates on it. And I know the first date is September the 13th, 2019. So Friday the 13th has got to be the day. And that gives me plenty of time. And you think, gosh, that's Jennifer, if you've already got the cover, if I'm already in chapter six, well, I've got a lot more to work on. I've got so much that I want to learn through this book, and I'll tell you about all of that as I go, but right now, I really want to do the due diligence in the editing phase, and I, even though when I saw the cover yesterday, you know, you can have that one part of you that says, you want to show it, you want to show, no, I want to do the cover reveal, like, I want to do this in a way that, um, I was doing sweet potato. So it's like, you know, I can't treat, you know, the Hartwell Chronicles like it's the, you know, unworthy. I have to go and then say, what was I running for sweet potato for my own publicity plan? And then how can I transfer it over? So I still have a lot of prep work to do. So I'm very thankful for this amount of time and everything is falling into place. And so when I looked at that calendar, now I say December. Okay, that's three months. I could put out the fall book in December. And I'm like, because the summer book is going out in September. Then I was like, wait, the date, December? That is still fall, technically, because the 21st of December is winter. And I'm like, would that be a little odd? So I said, does it even matter? I don't think so. I kind of talked myself that it didn't really matter kind of thing. Because in the grand scheme of things, what mattered to me was Friday the 13th. And so, yes, I have to report that I chose Friday the 13th in September, and I didn't go any further. I didn't even look at the calendar because I knew that that was the initial week that Sweet Potato was supposed to come out. I'd already planned a party uh, for the launch party. Y'all already had that date reserved for the launch party with my family. And sure enough, now it's the launch date for the Chronicles, the Hartwell Chronicles, and um, that date just got slid with a different book while my publisher is, you know, working out 
um, the editing phases with sweet potato jones so when I didn't realize there were other Friday the 13th out there in the universe <laughs> this year and because December the 13th is just so perfect because it's Friday the 13th that is gonna be my release so then I fast forwarded to March and guys when I got to March when I saw March the 13th and it was a Friday I'm like okay there's my three It would be September, December, and March. And I could do the summer, the winter, the summer, I meant the summer, the fall, the winter. And then I looked at June 13th. Now that's on a, a Saturday for that one. And I could do the end of the school year, closing up spring for the June book. And then I could start back. And then that year does have November the 13th. And that would give me five months between the summer and senior year to plan some new things, to review my promotions, my marketing, to see what I needed to do, and just to kind of give myself a breather. And so I did look at November the 13th, 2020, as another possible date. And so when it came down to it, I said, I may do five, I made you four for each year. And so, like my friend yesterday, um, Miss Diane, she was saying that she does an outline, but then the story took a life of its own. I'm, I know what my book two is going to be. I haven't written it yet, but I already know. So... I just have to let it write it, you know, write itself. And then it'll become what it's meant to be. But at least having the dates and looking at them and then getting the laugh of the 13th every three months. I was like, wow, Lord, look at that. Isn't that some perfect timing? Now, my husband said, oh, that doesn't matter. You don't need Friday the 13th. So... He said once I do my first Friday the 13th and market that book, then I don't need another 13th date. Well, if it's there, grab it. I see that I do need it. And so it's part of that plan for me. One of my students was saying yesterday, I still think that if you do it on Friday the 13th, you need to do a Halloween one. So, I thought about that, and I'm like, well, I might not release a book on Halloween, but I could release something to my newsletter on Halloween, like a special edition um, short story or the songbook. I 
I could do that. Something on that day, but not another book because that is going to be really like a tight. I, I don't want to do the monthly thing. Now, maybe I'll change my mind. Maybe the closer I get, then I'll say, well, I see how all my other writer friends are doing it. If I do write the books this summer and get them all done, we'll see how long all of that takes. But I'm thinking the three months is what I need. That's a lot of Saturdays and Sundays that I have that I could work, you know, 12 hour days because I wouldn't be able to do the work during the week because when school starts back you guys know full-time and teaching at home at night so you know I'm homeschooling as soon as I'm getting home and cooking and running them to their errands and things that you know we need to take care of during the week so thinking of a plan you've got to make sure that you do a doable plan not to say that you can't modify it but at least set yourself up to being excited about your possibilities I just know that looking at it on the index card really helped me and then talking about it helps me When you talk to people that like series books, I had some say, I like to wait till the entire series comes out and then I want them all at once. Then I had other people to say, nope, I get them as they go. And then most people were saying, I enjoy series books better than just standalone books. I really like to know that it's a series. And so that's why it's important to really put out extremely high quality material. Work that you can be proud of, that you can stand by. Because if you want this to be a series, you know it's got to hook a reader. You've got to leave all of the threads everywhere. But you've got to get that work on point. You've got to continue to grow. So I talked with an author yesterday. They told me the book that they love the way the seamless POV switching is. And because of Station Eleven, you know, I said, well, you know, I'm reading that as a POV switch. I want to take more risks with POVs. I want to do more like that. So we can grow. We can challenge ourselves. And then if it comes easy to us, if it comes natural to us, then it might just be right. And if it takes a little work, keep practicing it. But continue to grow and develop your style. And no matter what the genre, I want people to, when they see the Jen Lowry name, on a book that they say that's Jennifer talking that's her characters talking to me that's that's I know what I'm going to get from Jennifer's work and I want to brand that work and so the care that I want to do in the editing stage 
and the visuals and the typesetting and all of that that goes into the behind the scenes organization of a book it gives me months before September to learn so you can trust me that's what I'm learning about and hopefully when I learn it the first time around then I'll be able to apply it So I wrote the Hartwell Chronicles book. It was 58,000 words. I wrote it in the matter of a week. Um, Ray Bradbury's rumor is that he wrote Fahrenheit in nine days, but he did have a short story prior to that, which he spent 40 some hours on. And then you add the nine days um, to his work because it came from the fireman, the short story. But there are people that can master that art. I know that the series, I don't want the books more than 50,000 words. I want to stay between 50 and 60,000 for the reader. I don't want to, you know, to have a 100,000 page series books. So I'm going for that for each one of the books to try to make it match close to the book one. So we'll see where book one lands. After chapter six, I'm still in the 58,000 range. That was me doing a lot of cutting and me adding a new chapter in there. So that lets you know um, the surgery that took place on that book. <laughs> But when you're considering the series, pull out your calendar, but look at your life. And see if you can have some sustained moments of time that really can allow you the opportunity to at least get drafts down. And so that's what I'm going for. I knew last summer that the Hartwell Chronicles wasn't ready, but I knew I had the book. I knew it needed extensive work, edits, readers, the process. And that's why I didn't push it last year. It wasn't time. But you see, now I've pulled it back out. Now this series is alive and well, and it's moving right along on this publicity plan. But once I finish the editing, I know that's what happened with Pooja. She said once she put one book to rest, the other one woke up and she got the idea and she started the next. So once I put this editing to rest and I know that it's done, I'm going to invest my time in writing the next books in the series. My goal is to have all of junior year written this summer the first drafts at least this summer and then schedule them out so I want the pre-written work the first drafts of them so that way I can have time to go in and edit and and do the quality checks of the typesetting and work on all of that work that I want to do 
and the images and the, and the inclusion of all of that because I want it to have a certain style and feel to it. The whole series. And so I hope my talking out of thinking of things on series dates has helped you. I know it's helped me. All right, you guys have a blessed one. If you're looking for my challenge devotionals on Amazon, go right on over and type in Dr. Jennifer Eichner Lowry, and you'll see my 30-day everyday mom challenge, my 30-day teacher challenge, fingerprint curriculum for my home school families, and one that's closest to my heart is the Happy Renewal Year Challenge devotional. I dare you to go and check them out today. You can also find that they're on Kindle Unlimited because I want you guys to have access. I often put them up for free uh, promotional items. I'll do countdowns. Um, so that way you can grab one. You can gift them with a friend. You can share them out on your sites. And people can go on this journey with us. In December of 2019, look out for the release of my author challenge devotional. I'm looking forward to that one and sharing it with you. So I challenge you today to go out there and write something inspiring and share it with the world. Thanks for joining me on Jen Lowry Writes. You guys have a blessed day.